right. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Expressions. Uh, today, I want to express some things that I don't know if a lot of people know about. Um, talk about churches. And not in talk, you probably normally think I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Holden Matthews, 21-year-old, identified and arrested in connection with Burning Three, historically black churches in Louisiana. Um, the St. Mary Baptist Church on March 26th, the Greater Union Baptist Church, April 2nd, and the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church on April 4th. Now, um, Mr. Matthews is the son of um, Louisiana Deputy Roy Matthews. Um, he helped bring his son in 12 hours after they uh, identified that he was a, a suspect and he helped bring him in. Um, he was identified through both physical and technological evidence. Um, Matthew's Facebook page says that he is a lead singer for Vodka Vultures. Uh, connected to black metal and pagan movements, both have large neo-Nazi followings. Um, and I wanted to bring that up because I don't know if a lot of people knew about that. Um, I remember hearing something vaguely about the church, uh, churches being burned. Um, I hope nobody else can hear that dog. Um, but yeah, I don't know if many people heard about that. I'm pretty sure everybody heard about Notre Dame being, excuse me, about Notre Dame being on fire. That was April 15th. Um, the fire destroyed much of the main roof. Roof, sorry. Uh, apparently they were already doing some construction or they were already doing some things and the fire broke out. Um, thankfully, much of the artwork and stuff that had been stolen from other countries and placed in Notre Dame had been moved. So, you know, there wasn't that. Um, Ubisoft. Um, I don't know if anyone who listens to this knows of the video game, video game company Ubisoft. Um, they are the um, developers of a lot of games that I like. Um, a couple of them I'm playing, well, no, I'm actually playing like three of their games. Um, Tom Clancy, he's a writer. He's written about a lot of espionage and different government type agents. Uh, he's done like Splinter Cell, Rainbow Six, um, Ghost Recon. It's like I'm playing like some of those games. I like the type of military shooter type thing. You know, government agents. He's he's written a lot of things like that. They've produced that. Um, they've also developed um, Assassin's Creed. Um, it's a story about um, these group of assassins fighting against this other group throughout and um, your character is a descendant and they use this machine to basically trace their lineage through throughout time and through specific periods they've had it in Egypt, Greece um, London Paris and all this other stuff um, one of the games, you know, and they do a great job of recreating their environments, um, and, and all their stuff. Um, 
especially I know like uh, uh, I know like uh, one of those games uh, from Ubisoft the Division. They recreated a section of New York. The most recent one they did, Washington, D.C., and it looks great. But they put that same level of detail in reconstructing Notre uh, Notre Dame, one of those uh, Assassin's Creed games. So they felt as, you know, because, you know, spending time there, they got to know the people and just working there, they felt the need to spend money to help rebuild it. And that's great. I have absolutely no problem with that. Um I think it's great that they did that. Um, And a lot of other people reached out because um, some people view it as a thing of, which I didn't know, the only thing I know about Notre Dame is the movie, the Hunchback of Notre Dame movie, to where they they have Esmeralda basically cock tease this guy that she knows she's not going to be with, but whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff about Notre Dame. I'll probably get to later, but um, one thing I did want to focus on was um, Trump and a lot of mainstream media in general, they've, they've, they've reached out and you know, talked about their concerns, and they mentioned Notre Dame. And um, the reason I'm bringing both of these up is because you haven't heard that much about the black churches. Now, once again, I don't have a problem with them mentioning Notre Dame. That is a historical figure, uh, historical building. It's been around from pretty sure longer than most things in this country. Um, but not even probably. I, I, I can't get the... I don't know exactly how long Notre Dame has been around. Let me see. When was Notre Dame built? Notre Dame... This is an open in 1345. That is a number, that is a date that most people can't even, like 1345. Yeah. It's a 13th century cathedral. So yeah, I would say it's older than a few things in America. Not a lot, but yeah, just a, just a few. Um, Jesus. Okay, I'm just going to turn it off. Um, years built 1163 through 1345. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, um, so Notre Dame de Paris, um, medieval, uh, Catholic cathedral. I can't even pronounce some of this stuff. It's consecrated to the Virgin Mary and considered to be one of the finest examples of French Gothic architecture or architecture for those. Um, it's, it's like there's just no issue with that. Once again, the issue is the same 
I guess it's, I guess it's a lot of things that um, you know, I'll say black, but some people are like, well, it's about other things. But right now, I'm just speaking on um, black people in the country, where how things that happen to us doesn't matter. It's not. It's barely mentioned. But the people will run out and will gladly spend money to other people for different things and not worry so much about taking care of ourselves. Um, and I, I made, I said a little thing about France and stuff. They stole, um, I didn't know. So looking up, apparently France has a history of oppression as far as black and brown people. They have a thing, um, you know, passing laws against, you know, Muslims, in their country, um, uh, apparently Muslims look to look at Notre Dame a, a different way, and um, but you know that's for a different time. Um, but yeah, it was like how many people actually remember hearing about the burning of the churches? And even if you heard about it, how many heard that the person erected was the son of a deputy, a police, a sheriff deputy? It's like it's stuff like that that we don't hear about. It's like things pop up and we don't, and they they stop being an issue. But we keep, you know, Notre Dame is burning. We don't, you know, nobody attends, you know, nobody in America attends Notre Dame on a consistent basis. That's not our church we go to. And it was, it's also strikes up a thing because burning churches, especially in the South, has been churches have been a target for um for people for a while. They're they were a hub that we used to go to during the civil rights era. They're a hub for a lot of black people now. Even if you're not really religious, churches church has Black churches have a meaning in our community. And the fact that we don't even get, you know, any other thing happens to a church or something and it makes news is something. We're not asking for the whole world to stop, but to not even have an acknowledgement of it at all. Um, apparently, um, there was there was nothing from the president or vice president until um, an ar- an article went out, I guess, calling him out. And Alyssa Farah, a spokeswoman for Pierce, reached out where uh, reached out with a statement from the vice president. Um, calling it out. Um, I'm so sorry. I meant to do this Saturday when I had everything I was looking for. But, um, and, you know, she she gave the, I guess, the typical response. It wasn't much to, it's just, oh, yeah, we will, we feel bad about all those that, you know, this stuff has happened to. And it's, it's nothing that, um, 
it's nothing that you know you really feel for and that you you know you think is genuine um I do apologize give me a second but yeah I I just wanted to bring that up um actually it was the GoFundMe account has only raised about $180,000 for it um Hillary Clinton sent a tweet on behalf of the church once again, that was actually only after somebody else called attention to it. Um, there was one one lady who lived in France, Megan Romer. She lives in Paris, and she mentioned the churches and mentioned the fact that they don't have gazillionaires reaching out to help them. And it's a shame that we have somebody who doesn't even live here that was more focused about it. But we, we have had some other people, but it took somebody from another country pointing it out that these three churches hadn't had much, you know, that nobody's been talking about them, that that's when people started coming in. And they just now reached their goal of $1.8 million. And that'd be divided among the three churches. Um, but I just want to get that out, that, you know, all the stuff that has to happen for us to to get noticed. Trump has still failed to mention anything. But um, and like I said, it's not that we need the world to stop, but just to acknowledge. Um, this one writer, Thomas Caterton Williams, suggests that it's not white supremacy that, you know, people aren't talking about it. So it's a tragedy when black churches or mosques are burned, bombed, or vandalized. But of course, the world pays more attention to the a hundred-year-old masterpiece in the heart of the city everyone visits. He said, it's petty divisiveness. And, you know, as I said, it's not that people are paying attention to Paris, it's that they're not paying attention to this. And as they say, like, it's like, well, well, of course people pay more attention to it. It's like, well, they're not paying attention to it at all. Like I said, how many people have heard of the story? How many people have heard that they caught the guy and who he was? And, you know, and the fact that, you know, possibly a hate crime. Because, like I said, black churches have been targeted by hate groups for years. You know. Like I said, nothing big, just something to think about. Just some some news that I'm pretty sure a lot of people haven't heard. So, um, let me know your thoughts. Um, do you think that is something that, oh, well, you know, of course they're going to pay attention to this, or do you think it's something too far to look at, that, like it could be a thing of white supremacy or whatever, not white supremacy, but do you think it is a race issue that this has been talked about? Um, if you have seen it, let me know how much of the story that you do know about. Um <laughs> Uh, you can reach me on Twitter, Bold Expressions at Liggins Carl. It's Liggins, L I G G I N S. You can hit me up on my email, ctl6985 at gmail.com. Um, you can also download the Anchor app. Leave me a one minute voicemail. They only have it for one minute. Um, I'm trying to look for other avenues, maybe like um, something with Google to maybe I can listen to the voicemail with. Um, see if I can integrate that with, but as always, thank you all, everyone who listens to the episode, who like it, who subscribe to it. 
give me those five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, I appreciate all those. Uh, have a good day, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. As always, don't be so busy proving your point that you forget your purpose.